Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. What's up, y'all? It's the world famous. You're listening to the Darren Green Show. Right here. We got to talk about this album. Um, it's a surprise. I am. I love it. It's, it's very much you need get that shit to get all the whole album. Somebody back. on Twitter said, somebody on, no, not Twitter, TikTok. They said, oh, this was uh, Drake telling us happy pride. I need to stop right now. I'm looking at y'all. Yep. Yep, oh. and I'm talking to y'all. I'm about, y'all to say it. I'm about to say it just like that. Let me set shit this album. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it because no, there was a Twitter. When I tell you, Twitter this entire week, Twitter this entire week, I don't understand how this app is free. You understand how Twitter is free, child? Because it. the amount of shit, I was literally laughing all week. We gonna get into it, but before we get into it, hey guys, how you doing? I'm your host Darren Green, back with another episode. This is episode 178. Yeah, cause you know I, we done had some of the episodes, child. I'm here with my lovely co-host Derek Dahl, holding it down. Mm-hmm. This is episode 179. No, it ain't. It's 178. Oh, uh, that's not what you put in my email. You said it's 179. I said 179. Oops, I meant to put eight. Yeah, it's 178. Yeah. I can't keep up. Neither can I, child. We don't have so many child. We're almost at 200. Can't wait for that. I don't know what we're going to do for that, but you know, it's real hot outside. Like, you know, it's it's really like I... It's wine cooler season. Like, it's wine cooler temperatures. Like, I was literally outside because I had to help my aunt go to Walmart before we got to this show. And it was so hot outside. I'm like, I want my sea greens. Like, I need, we need to go to the liquor store right now. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's definitely time for the wine coolers in the middle of the day. That's what this temperature is giving. And it's I want to go outside. I had like an outfit. I had like a little, my little outfit, because you know, I love, I love all black, you know. You know, I wish I could do like a little, you know, like, see, no, I can't. Because I got a whole setup right here. I don't want to fuck it up. But yeah. like, I want to go out. Like Nikki said, I want to have fun too. I want to have fun too. Like, come on. It's just a lot going on. I got so much energy today. We got a lot to talk about. And yes, yeah, I want to. I want to. How how was your week? Let's do the week before, and then we'll get into hot topics. My week was great. I um, it was very busy, but mm-hmm. it was it was great. I had a lot of meetings, a lot of um, moves made. Yeah, like I found out a lot of things. I'm gonna be going to the governor's mansion next week. Oh, I got invited to uh, Governor Murphy's uh, mansion in, in Twatucket, I think it's what it's called in Princeton or whatever. Um, so that's good. And then I'm getting an award next week for my article. Ooh. My article that I dropped, um, mm-hmm. a portrait of Don Knight. Um, I think I remember that. That was a, that was a while back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was last year, but it got picked up by Newark News Stories Collective and they, um, they shared it. So I'll be receiving an award for them. Like I'll be an award winning journalist. Oh, I know okay. that's right. After the twenty fifth, um, 
It's trophy season. I told y'all. See, I'm mm-hmm. trying to tell you. The dollar's a profit at this point. Um, and yeah, just preparing for Newark Pride in July. And just trying yes, to keep my head that- down, work, and, and maintain my peace. I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Newark but Pride will be in person? Yes. July 11th to the 17th. We're bringing our parade back. Okay. We're going to be having our concert at NJ Pack. Okay. Ooh. Never before done. We're having our pride concert at NJ Pack in Chambers Plaza. Okay. The big doll way. Um, so yeah, I'm just just grinding and working. Okay, so you it's, need it's some been a good week. People. I would definitely look, you need some help up there, chat. I could definitely catch yeah, up. Come volunteer. Come on up. Mm-hmm. Is chaperone. <laughs> Wait, no, I can, look, 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 look. You can work in the kids' zone. You can do some face painting. Not some face painting. You want to be part of the media? You can do interviews. You want to interview the people? Okay. And yeah, we can, we got to definitely set that up. Like, I got to, because I know I said I was going to do it last year, but I really want to do it. I w- I'm going to come up because I have a lot of time and I still got a lot of, um, you know, I got, I got some stuff to do and I'm, you know, still looking for a job, child. I understand. Yeah. I mean, me, like, I felt like, I felt like Sheree when she uh, got stood up by, um, prison bay this week because you know as you know things didn't work out with the job but you know oh, I, had no. to, I had to take a step back and was just like you know let me just regroup for a second because i'm like okay i need to figure some stuff out i want to go ahead and apologize to the listeners because i felt like i put the show last and i tried to because i wanted because i was so focused on this job which girl they ended up hiring somebody that worked with them before stop. i'm like why don't you just do stop. that stop Stop. Stop. You are not going to apologize to anyone for uh-huh. pursuing your career and your livelihood. Don't right. do that. This your is listeners. my career, though. This show is right. my yeah. Right. It's it, this this show is part of your career. It's mm-hmm. part of it. Um, but you have a responsibility to make sure that your bills are paid, make uh-huh. sure that you're able to uh, grow this channel and platform. Uh, in the way that you need to, which would be best for the viewers. So don't apologize for making it a priority to secure your livelihood. Right. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Now, if it came to a point where this was your primary source of income um, and you pulled the Rihanna on us and just disappeared, <laughs> and we're like, when's the next show? When's the next episode? And we were like, uh, and you pulled or pulled a charade. Oh, spring, summer, September. Spring, then, summer. Then, right. Then you apologized for leaving the fans hanging. Mm-hmm. But you have been dedicated and consistent to this. And um, we want to see you win. And we want to see you in a good position so that you can continue to grow yeah. um, and move in this industry. So you never have to apologize for pursuing um, different, making different moves in your career. So mm-hmm. don't do that. Right. I don't, want you to, I don't even want you to get in the habit of apologizing to people for you trying to find work. Don't do right. that. Don't do that. I know. I know. I mean, it, it just, it, it to me, I just feel like that because it's just like, you know, I, there's some episodes I always, I, I'm such a perfectionist. I'm like, I, I look back at the show and I watch what I say and I'm like, oh, why did I say that like that? Or why mm. should I have more energy with that? Or should I have more to say about this topic? But, you know, I did, I did want to say that, but I, I just, I, I, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I have seen um, that you guys are watching the show. 
Um, and I didn't make my little shameless plug child before we get into anything. Please be sure that you are liking this video. Please be sure that you're hitting that subscribe button because it costs zero to subscribe. And hey, listeners, people that's listening to podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, I'll be seeing y'all too. You know, I just, you have to move on and you have to keep going. Okay. It is not easy. Okay. I'm learning. I, 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 because I remember this when some of the people, because I, I hung around a lot of seniors and people that were about to graduate, and they were going through the same thing that I'm going through now. You know, where they, you know, you sit and vegetate and you're just like, I want to, I want to do this work. I know I can do it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, I know I, what I put out, it's golden. Okay. It's just, I don't know. You just get to a point where it's just like, I'm tired of convincing niggas of what I can do. You know? You gotta convince nobody. Just do it. You know? So, yeah. So, I'm gonna I'm do it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking into uh, broadening this show in ways of getting, maybe hiring some writers, hiring some, uh, some different, like, assistant producer stuff so it can help me with this shit. Mm-hmm. You know? We're going we gonna to get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get some merch. Okay? I'm working on the merch right now, child. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff going on. And you have not seen the last of me, all right? And I, I they, they was really on my, they was really watching my stuff this week, child. I was like, okay, ooh, 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 now nah, nah, we got consistent views, okay? I love, I love it, I love it, I love you guys, and I cannot wait to, you know, become even better. Anyway, with that Period. being, let's get into the mother loving hot topics. We got to get into some things, child, because. And I first want to start, I want to start by talking about this. Today we mourn the loss of arguably one of the best daytime talk shows of our time. The Wendy Williams Show. I need to have my clapping sound effects, but, you know, it's, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. You know, Wendy wants, you know, she, she gagged all of us at, at some point, at some point in time. I don't care if you don't like her because she says something about your favorite celebrity at one point. Right. It was, <laughs> her hot takes, okay, of celebrity gossips was one of, you know, one of my biggest inspirations. You know, mm-hmm. the reason why you're listening to a Darren Green show today. Okay. She created this lane for celebrity gossip because I think before her, I mean, who who do we have? I mean, with John River, Rivers, I mean, they weren't really talking. Mm-hmm. We had tabloids, like the little the little magazine things. Right. People were reading. <laughs> you said people were reading, and she took that. She put that on the radio show because first I was watching her movie. She she started off, you know, announcing and, and you know being like a regular radio host, but then she started talking about celebrity gossip, which was kind of like what what type of programming is this? We never did this before, and she revolutionized it. And now everyone else. Now there's 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 shows like a Wendy Williams show and every, you know, celebrity gossip. Even these people that's on YouTube, hell, I, I see I see they doing it, but see they 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 too scared to go all the way in. Mm. And look look, I I'm not absolved. Well, they not they, they not they weren't set up like Wendy was, and as far as along in her career as they were, like they just mm. started, so they can't you can't piss off too many people. Because right. it's like, who are you to talk about these folks until you're actually in the room and you have like access to them and like you can get like real tea. Otherwise, you're just reading the same shit that another outlet put out and just giving you opinion on it. Right. Wendy was actually one of the people that was able to um, take this information and pull them in to tell their side of the story, you know, or, you know, get the people talking and gagging. So 
she definitely revolutionized uh, radio or talk show mm-hmm. or radio talk um, for when it comes to black radio. Um, she was like literally like a Howard Stern. Howard Stern has been doing this for damn near 50 years. Yeah. Of, you know, just exploiting people and um, giving shock value. And so that's what she that's what she wanted to bring to um, her market. And she did it really well. And then she did turned it, well. it into a to a talk show. And um, was this 12? This has been what, 12 seasons? Well, her, it's been 14, but 14. She, wasn't, she wasn't there that last year. So they consider it 13. 13 seasons um, of, of Wendy, yeah, which is uh, way more than what I expected. But <sighs> I guess we'll just have to get her a podcast now. That's what I'm saying. I'm waiting for that. I, when, when she gets ready, when she gets good and ready and she's good, you know, health wise. Give her a reality <laughs> show. I got to see this foolishness. Not a rea- not, After I mean, watching the movie, I'm like, yeah, Wendy needs a reality show. Let her become. The come on, VH, VH1, Bravo. Bravo, definitely. Because, honey, Andy Cohen's your friend. So, Andy, come on. Y'all want to make money? Because, honey, it's it's real looking. It's looking real cold over there. Bravo. But go ahead. World of Wendy. I watch it. <laughs> I watch it, too. But I also would like to watch a podcast. I mean, Harold Stern did it. He he has a podcast now. Um, he's free reign. He can say whatever he wants. I mean, I don't really get into that. Um, but you know, I would definitely get into Wendy. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Um, I know that she's friends with Jason Lee, and Jason Lee is trying to like do other stuff with his brand with Hollywood Unlock and stuff like that. He has studios now. I'm like, look, y'all better put something together. I don't know. He just he just ended his show too. Um, yeah, yeah, Hollywood Unlock. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these outlets, child. Come on, come on, come on. I'm ready to. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, we got to beat this algorithm, guys. But yeah. Oh well. I've I, 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 I seen the last episode. Uh, and you know, and I want to preface this before anyone gets in my comments. Oh my god, you such a hater. Look, I ain't got nothing against Sherry Shepard. I love that a black person took over the slot and they didn't just whitewash it, honey, and put another Drew Barrymore. Let me stop. But at the end of the day, it just seemed very weird. And some clips that you showed me before we got started recording, of you know, with Suzanne and then some uh, the other guy, Norman or whatever, being like, oh, bittersweet, bittersweet. And it's like, bye. And when they asked about Wendy, they just like kind of walked off. I'm just like, okay. All right. All right. All right. We get it. I mean, we get it. Y'all going to have, y'all going to keep your job. Like, it's not, it, is it really that bitter for y'all? I said bittersweet. Yeah, more sweet than bitter, but it's cool. It's cool. They gave a like a video montage of all of Wendy's best moments. Um, it was cute. It just it was weird that she wasn't there. Is it? Yeah. I mean, wait. It's kind of weird. It's kind of but but you told me, and and this is alleged because I don't. We're not sure or not that Wendy was actually banned from. The uh last episode. Now, if that's the case, that's that's real messed up. Cause y'all don't y'all cause why send her off? Why that's that's just so fake. It's just like why send her off if she not if she banned from from coming on to the last episode. And I I believe Wendy did want to talk to um with with Sherry. I mean, it, that it was that would have been great. It wasn't on no weird shit. <laughs> um, I just dropped the um, 
I'll drop the link to you, but she was banned from her from the finale. Um, she's no longer she's no longer part of the production um, agency that she's worked with um, for her show. I and I think it's best that she just you know they have a clean break um, so they can prepare for Sherry's show. Um, you know, even though Wendy was like, "Oh, I'm coming back in September." Um, things just didn't pan out that way. Um, and I think that, you know, sometimes, I mean, all good things come to an end, right? Yeah. All good things come to an end. And I hate that it ended this way, but yeah. I think it's best for everybody. Like, let them refocus, let them reshift. And I think that she'll, they, they did leave the door open to work with her again in the future when she's well and when things are in order on the other side so because i mean what really happened is that her personal life literally affected their business yeah so get that under control and then when that's under control then you know we can talk about what's next but right now Wendy needs to get her house in order yeah get your house in order i mean i will be worrying about this whole situation with wells fargo before anything because that's my money yeah, that too, but also making disparaging remarks about she's not coming back until everyone's like everyone's fired. She wants to clear house and all of these things. Like, well, you can't say that you want to fire us and then say you want to come back and work with us when we're the ones that's maintaining maintaining the platform with your name on it. Right. So we're gonna do something else. I mean, does she want Denmar Mercury off Wendy's? Like, I mean, not the whole, not that company, but just the people that was the staff. I thought it was beef with the staff. Because let's be clear. Another Sherry staff. So let's move on. What else is going on? Well, let me just say this. Let me just uh, well, let me just say this. Sherry information was getting out. Stuff was getting leaked, and the only Mm -hmm. people knew was was the staff. So it did look a little shady on their end. And it all and and to to the very end, it looks shady. I'm sorry. I'm gonna and I and I might be biased because I'm a Wendy fan or whatever. Mm -hmm. I gotta look at the end of the day, but like it's it's just it's 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 a little it's a little shady, but you know what? I'm good. We can move on. This be my last time. You know, I ain't got to worry about ever clicking on Fox News and Fox Channel anyway, child, because I don't want to give them no extra ratings that they don't need. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. But, like, you know, it's cool. Shout out to Sherry Shepard. I hope, you know, her endeavors, I, I you know, her and I hope it does well, you know. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to, to maintain because we already got some fans talking about some because uh, they were all on the scoop of she was gonna come back, but now that she's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Well, Wendy did leave a message telling them to keep watching, like keep watching the show. I remember that I read that a couple of days ago. She was like, you know, keep watching. 
Um, and when, when she comes back, she's going to come back bigger, stronger, and brighter than ever. So whatever that means, um, she probably meant that for today. <laughs> Keep watching because <laughs> this is it. And Maybe then just another she's to watch on YouTube. And um, whatever she has next, you know, she has next. And I'm, I'm her, fans, her, fans will, her fans will support it. I'm telling every black star now that's getting ushered off TV, just call Carlos King, child. Just go to own. Yeah, just call Carlos King. Call Carlos King. I mean, at the end of the day, like we like we only got like one more. Well, for me, we only got one more daytime talk show. That's the view, and after that's gone, and it's already. But you got Tamron Hall. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm I'm not feeling these new shows. I'm just not. They're not. It's not. It's not giving. Tamara Hall is cool. Like she has. She definitely solidified herself. Like she's on a lot. Like they haven't canceled her show. Um, she's on, she, she's in she's in that Oprah spot for daytime kind of. That, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that, cool. Um, let's come have this conversation and let's talk about things that are important and. And that's good to have too. Yeah, the balance. I need my mess, but you know what? I'm gonna give it to him. Okay, you heard you heard it from me. You heard it from me. Okay, I'm gonna pick up the pieces, guys. I'm gonna pick up the damn pieces. That's right. Take it as a moment. Take it as a moment to um, step into this space in your idol's legacy. I think I was telling you before the show started. I remember when Prince died. I literally fainted. Like when my friend Chrissy told me how I checked my phone and that Prince had died. I literally. I feel like my soul left my body. I hit the ground. And I was like, no, because like all these people that, you know, meant so much to me and that influenced me in, in such a major way as far as like my art and like even my identity, like just to be me and be comfortable with just being a creative and expressing myself how I want to. I wanted to get a chance to show them the impact of what they did and like mm-hmm. that it mattered to me and all that kind of stuff. And um, I was really sad. And then it hit me and was like, well, actually, this is an opportunity now for me to kind of carry their legacy, like the Whitney right. and the Prince and, and Little Richard and uh, Sylvester. Like, I get a chance to be a part of their legacy because they made an impact on me. So take it as God creating space for you now to, like you said, pick up the pieces and run with it. Like you have the blueprint, take it and make it yours and, and blow it out of the water. So... So yeah, got the idea. I just need the platform. Okay, you're building it for yourself. Yes, we are. Well, in other good news, Mm -hmm. Beyonce is back. Oh, is she? Mm. Yes, we were right. Okay, (laughs) and I'm gonna have the cards, whatever this video have. Mm -hmm. Rock it. Check the cards up top of this video. Okay, look back at our old video. We'll come back because you heard it here first. Yes. Okay. Wow. So as you guys know, Beyonce has been teasing the possibility of a new album. As we previously reported last week, Beyonce deleted all her profile pictures on social media. Mm-hmm. Well, after teasing them, teasing us again, okay, she did a shout out post. One of her other pages did a shout out post of all black women artists, to which there was an album that was next to Brandy's album that we never heard of. Like it was a picture of somebody's hand going like this. And we was like, honey, we're that ain't no album. They people was looking up online. It was like that's not no real album. They, and then it come to find out it was Beyonce trying to let us know, trying to tease us again that there's another that you know she's coming out with her seventh album. To which her I think her social media pages and also title 
officially announced that her seventh album will be coming out July 29th. What is a B7? <laughs> okay, and it's called Renaissance. It's called Renaissance, and it will have two acts, but we're going to get act one. It's going to have 16 songs. Now, my thing is this. Is this going to be... But the funny thing is... No, let me tell you. So, before what? we do this, mm-hmm. so, you know, maybe I just be picking... It's not shade or anything like that. Right, right. But I remember when she posted it, she was like, what is a B7? <laughs> Everybody's like, oh my God, Beyonce 7 album. I'm like, y'all do know that that was like literally Brandy's last album. Was B7, right? So I'm just like, God damn it, Beyonce, she strikes again. Oh, my wig. Honey. My wig. That's what my I said. Wig. I'm like, hold your my wig. Wig. I was like, and I saw the posters that had Brandy. I was like, mm. I wonder how Brandy felt about that. I'd have been like, what you mean was it be seven? This stuff was like my what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, but, my self-titled. Right. Like what 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 what, what if... but yeah, so clearly she's pushed my album back. God damn it, Beyonce. Everybody gotta move. Everybody gotta move. And you know Drake over here talking about some uh-uh girl, you think we could you, you think we pull up on people, we pull up on people too. He's the king of summer. Drake said happy pride. <laughs> Here's an album. Um but yeah, have you seen the pictures? To like her Vogue, her British Vogue? Her British Vogue pictures, yes. I love them. Look cute. I, love I feel like she watched Legendary and was like, I want that. I want that, right. One of the pictures that I love the most is going to be the thumbnail of this video. It was, it was, I instantly became a beehive. Because when I tell you, I got up this morning and because she's buying, she's selling the merch already. Like she's mm-hmm. like, didn't even come out, didn't even show us what the damn shirts was going to look like yet. My ass went and bought the damn box. Okay. Now there was four different boxes. And I, you know, I was like, Beyonce, don't trick me now. Don't, don't troll me. This four different boxes, same price. But it's like pose one, pose two, and pose three. I'm like, which one do I pick? I pick pose two. So whatever, whatever comes, whenever it comes, like, you know. I'm not sure if this is going to be exclusively on title, but like I said, I bought the box, so I'm going to have the actual album. So hopefully, you know, it's not just going to be a title exclusive, but you know, Beyonce, she'd be like, I'm going to let, I'm going to put this on title. You, you can wait, you can wait the year. <laughs> she did that with Lemonade. It was not, I mean, you can buy Lemonade on like, um, like iTunes, but they like. They made money from title. Like she's like they smart. Like I want, yeah. Damn, like I just Lord, let me build a team that's like the marketing genius of like the that work people like Beyonce. Like I, mm-hmm. I want that. Like this bitch about to have y'all wig. Y'all can open that box. It's gonna be a damn cassette tape and an eight track, and y'all gonna try to find out. Y'all, they gonna all the pawn shops gonna be out of tape players. I'm gonna have my show. <laughs> that was my. I was like, that's my dream. I want to be able to drop us. I want to be able to drop a tape. Yeah. Y'all on the digital. Ain't no digital. It's a tape. Ain't no digital. Okay. Ain't no digital. I was scared she was gonna have us on them damn things that Kanye had. Them stem players. I was like, girl, please, please, don't make us charge us two hundred. <laughs> People really bought that. They said he made like a million something off it. Like a million. Like a who? Who got him? I ain't seen nobody. Who? Who, who, who got him? I have not seen one in real life. <laughs> I haven't seen one. Child. Fans also pointed out that it's a pop album, you know, and, and somebody and why somebody on Twitter talk, talk about oh we're moving out of the Jim Crow era. Y'all 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 need to stop playing right now. Stop Twitter. That's why I said Twitter. I don't understand how Twitter is free. Because when I see Renaissance, I think Beyonce is about to start. Like I like I said last episode, Beyonce is black now. Okay. Yeah. So it don't matter if it's a pop album or not, it's gonna be black ass. 
It's Renaissance. Yeah, which means she probably, right, she probably she probably about to pull some looks from the sixteenth century Harlem Renaissance, uh-huh. like all like that kind of mood and show like black art and like she's about. To, I feel like that's what we're gonna get. Whether it's pop, yeah. dance, uh, hip hop, she can drop a rap album at this point. I think yeah, that they said it's gonna, gonna be a mix of dance and country. I'm like dance what? and country. That's I am Sasha Pierce, ain't it? Because that I am that I am was given very much Tony Braxton adult contemporary <laughs> country music. Like it was given very much. Play this out with my wine and my charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they did say someone did say that Beyonce's new album will be colorful. Like the like it's gonna but, be. Very but who colorful. said it? It's been like this. But who said that? It was an article that came out like a months ago. Okay. Um, and, and they said Beyonce got it. He didn't. She ain't got to take it down. But like she, she was gonna drop something, and then like she stopped drop. She she stopped from doing it because the person came out with that story. Like Beyonce would do some shit like that. Like remember they right. remember we found out that Beyonce and Cardi was doing a song, and then like it got leaked out, and then and then she like scrapped it. Allegedly, Beyonce and Cardi were doing a song. I ain't That's heard it. Heard. That's what I heard, yeah. Hmm. And then she scrapped it because people found out. I was like, damn. Okay, so y'all need to shut up. Not not saying I want. Uh, well, party, but, mm, but do we need y'all with these little she, theories? She's a good choice. I think her. I think the Savage remix was a good choice. Yeah, it was a good choice. Mm, much better. Um, I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I mean, like, am I behind? Like, I, I just think that because I was just listening to to Beyonce for my entire life. Like when I was a child in. That was like one of the first songs was you know diva not diva um maybe I'm deja vu like when I tell you that used to play on and off like yeah Beyonce was always around like she is she's that girl and I don't care what nobody has to say like oh my god y'all act like she a guy y'all act like this that, and third well at the end of the day Beyonce is an icon she's an, she's icon, an icon generation she's created she's. Uh, proving herself time and time again. I think that she has cemented her place in history and in time that there's always going to be a record that Beyonce was here. Mm-hmm. And I think that is part of what being an icon is, is that long after she's dead, we're still going to be playing her music, talking about these iconic moments. We're going to be watching those horrible movies that she was in mm-hmm. and getting <laughs> and getting our life, you know, because we were allowed to see it the same way that my grandparents were like, yeah, there was a Diana Ross. <laughs> there was a Diana Ross. She's still alive, though. Um, but And making music. What? what? Yeah, she made, a, uh, she made a song for the Minions movie. Oh, okay. That was Minions movie. That was... Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> yes. Like... <laughs> I mean, I can't say nothing because Jennifer Holiday just came out with a song last month, and I love oh, okay. song. Um, but yeah, like she's Beyonce is an icon of our times, and it was great to be alive to see that. And I feel like we're gonna feel the same way our parents did when they were watching Michael, Michael mm-hmm. Jackson ascend into his space. And I just pray that um, she gets to, to when she decides to bow out, she bows out on top, and that we don't turn on her like we usually do. We let the media steer us into these whirlwinds where we end up turning on our on our stars and the people that have really been the foundation of our cultural uh, existence. And so. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy for Beyonce. I can't wait to hear the new album. Um, I know I'm very, I've always been critical of her, but it's only because I'm a fan. And she, her hard work shows when she's on stage. It's a lot of artists who can give you great music in the booth, the good mixing, the good beats, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but 
Beyonce's work shows on stage and yeah. the way that she's inspired people and the way that she um, she's always um, stayed in character as far as being gracious. I love that for her. And so it, it, it makes sense that we get excited for her yeah. uh, in this yeah. moment. I just hope it don't. Don't what? Girl, don't be a don't be no floppy disk girl. Like, uh, not a floppy disk. Now we don't I mean like you know what I mean. Like it's like you we we get the anticipation. You don't need you done told us you don't need no hype. But around the album, it's, you, it's possible it's all it, could be one of, it could be one of those where you're not gonna get it the first time. Um, like four. And I love that album. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like four, they they said four was gonna flop, but like four is like one of Beyonce's best albums i mean like but, you know, they said the same thing for her debut album her the label executive was like there's no hits on this album mm-hmm. and she put it out and she she toured the art she brought the visual to it and made people relate to it and you know she had five or six hits off of that one album and um you know i just think that there comes with this like cultural awareness that she has now that i think she's going to give us what we what yeah we need. she's always listening like she pay attention and there's not um, a lot of artists like Beyonce because just like when you said that, like, you know, they said there's no hit on your album. There's literally artists that are like big names and we won't bring them up that will sit there and will listen to their label and be like, okay, well, let me just change. Let me, let me just do what, what they want me to do. And it don't have no type of lasting effect. There's nothing influential. It's nothing, it's nothing iconic about your music. And I think that, you know, the creativeness of creating music has to just be with that singer. They know, their they know their content mm-hmm. you know and i think that there needs to be more people like beyonce in, in in the way of her like being a creator and stuff like that i mean like we don't want no carbon copy of her but you know be yourself right. but you know, in the way of you know standing on your standing with your content but yeah. um i can't wait to hear it it's gonna be july 29th you know yeah. it's we're all gonna buy it we're all gonna buy it well i already bought it y'all <laughs> Yeah, I'm like shit. What if it's a baby? This is the most beehive <laughs> shit I've ever did. Like Nikki, I got you when your album dropped. We going, we go, I'm gonna get the whole thing. Okay, we gonna get all right. Because <laughs> you know I'm re- I'm really a barb first, but I don't know. It, it, Beyonce just got me out my character. Damn. <laughs> but you know they, they over here talking about. Make me tired. They over here talking about. Oh, oh, well, you know. Beyonce left the the, the uh, album waiting room. Nikki and <laughs> Nikki and Riri. I'm like, child, Riri, Riri fans gonna be there for a minute. <laughs> I'll be forever. Anyway, Rihanna gonna post a clip of her breastfeeding, and you gonna hear the music in the background. Like, I love this new album. I only got one more thing to say. N N five. That's it. Okay. Period. Next topic. <laughs> um. Oh. Um, yeah, um, Kim. Yeah, Jimmy. you can talk about this topic. I don't Cause care it's, about this. It's, I, I did want to talk about it because it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Um, so Ripley's defends Kim Kardashian. Okay, as we know, um, some photos came out that show Marilyn Monroe's iconic gown was destroyed by Kim after she wore it at the Met Gala. Well, Ripley's the owner of the dress denied viral allegations that any damage was caused by the dress. Um, in, in the appearance at the Megala, in an article uh, that they published on Thursday, Ripley's explained the history of the dress, sharing that they first acquired the dress 
at a Julian's auction event. It was an event in 2016 and it was for $4.8 million, most expensive dress to ever have been sold at an auction. They write that there was a report on the condition of the dress that was published in 2017, which states a number of seams are pulled and worn. This was not surprising given the how delicate the material is. Uh, they're puckering at the at, at the back of the hooks and the eyes, as well as some other outlining flaws of this dress. Now, Ripley's has uh, did not reply to people's requests for an additional information regarding the source of the report that that came from, meaning that, okay, yeah, we got it like that, but we ain't got no proof, we ain't got no receipt. That's basically what they said. Now, Ripley's insists that there was no further damage occurred that happened to this dress, and it, it, there's no further damage that Kim put on it. So they're basically sticking with Kim and they said that, you know, this was this was tarnished when we got it. It was tarnished. Not tarnished. It was, like it, it was messed up when we got it. And Kim didn't didn't it, it was in the same predicament when, when Kim had it after the show. I think that that's bullshit. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. And I think that it's just it's like let Kim Ben let let Beyonce would have did and not to bring her up again because we just start, stop talking about her, but let like somebody of a person of color wear that dress and that happened. They'd be like, oh my God, her black ass broke the damn dress and da, 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 like her this, that, and the third. Like Kim, I think it's first of all, I think it's weird as hell that anybody is wearing garments from people that died. I don't care. I ain't care then. I don't care now. Okay, I think that whatever these white folks want to do with these white folks' dead clothes, they can do whatever they want to do. Beyonce would never pop up in Marilyn Monroe's dress. Um, if she if she wore Dorothy Damage's dress, we would be getting our lives saying, "Yes, come on, iconic history meeting itself." The same the same way we did when we saw her at the Super Bowl and she had that that uh, jacket that was reminiscent of Michael Jackson. I also mm-hmm. think that black people have a different respect for the dead, so I don't think we would want to put on a dead person's clothes. Per se, yeah. unless it's like your uncle or your auntie and they left it to you, you know, they died and you want to take it as a memorabilia. Oh, we but got these celebrities that's just over here buying people cl- like, like, well, um, I mean, but also their clothes. It's like going, okay, so buying clothes from an auction is just like going to the thrift store. Like, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's just we rich get it, like, hell, Ripley's bought the dress. I mean, it wasn't, right. it was at one point, it wasn't in their possession, but as an art piece, um, as an art piece, and that's and that's where I'm getting to. It's like, and someone said this on TikTok, it's like, but whether you whether you believe it or not, and I'm not the sharpest tool in the knife when it comes to fashion, but fashion is art, and it's like it's like somebody painting over the Mona Lisa picture, you or, know, or just buying it and put it in their house. It used to be in the Louvre, and now it's in my house because I bought it. 
Well, she didn't <laughs> like, buy it. She rented it. I mean, it'd be right. one thing. She rented it. She rented it, rented it for a moment to fit the theme. Um, and it's just weird. Even when Bretman Rock wore uh, Aaliyah's dress at the, I think it was at a VMA. Nah, that Awards. was just that was just like, unseasoned, uncultured meat at a VMA Awards, and we love VMAs. Yeah, right. I didn't, I didn't appreciate that. I don't think that wasn't that wasn't tasteful to me. I'd have been like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. Aaliyah, like if your name ain't Tanache, you said if your name ain't, <laughs> you don't need to be wearing Aaliyah's clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're not Rihanna, Rihanna can do that. Okay. Who the fuck is Bri- anyway? It's not anyway. Um, some YouTuber child. Right. So that was just weird. But Kim Kardashian doing, I feel like we've come to expect them and that family to like always try to like create moments where there is no moment. Yeah, um, they get away and they get away with a lot of shit. But money is power, and when you got the money to do it, you just do whatever you want, and then people gonna talk about it. That's the whole point. You want they wanted people to talk about it. And the 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 Met Gala was when in May, and we still talking about it like, girl, I don't care. I don't care about that dress. Let these, let that lady die. Let that lady rest in peace. Let that lady rest in peace, child. Yeah. And if y'all want to wear her clothes as costumes, then y'all do that. Because <laughs> now I feel like it was just her attack. Like I told you, that family is a bunch of witches attaching herself to the Marilyn Monroe legacy. Like, oh, this was a dress worn by Marilyn Monroe when she sang Happy Birthday to JFK. Oh, and it was also worn by Kim Kardashian West at the Met Gala at the Met Gala in 2022. Like, it's just literally them leeching onto cultural history and cultural moments instead of creating them, creating their own. Why not, right, like the goal is for you to get, for the Kim, for Kim Kardashian West to be in the next 20, 30 years, somebody wanted to wear a dress that she wore. Yeah. And it's also, she had, yeah, she has no type of, I mean, she's an influence. She is the influencer, okay? She's the reason why a lot of these girls are doing what they're doing on Instagram now. But like, you didn't make those moments. You get what I'm saying? Your husband did when he was with you, and now you just trying to cling on to any type of little trend or whatever the case is. But my thing is, even with Met Gala, and again, I'm not the sharpest tool in the knife when it comes to fashion, but isn't the Met Gala about creating like shifts in, in trends? No. You're wearing something that was already done before. Met Gala is about celebrating art. It's an art gala. It's a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. I think that because we see the red carpet and we make a moment out of it where it's like, oh, let's see what they're wearing, blah, blah, blah. Like the whole point of the men there is to raise money to keep the Met open and right. to celebrate whatever collection or whatever uh, exhibit exhibit is open. But we Met never see refurbished outfits before. Like, oh, we've seen that before. Like Rihanna always, when she comes on to the damn Met Gala, you know, I'm, I'm, right. I don't mean to use her as an example because it's, it's, it's too many, it's too far apart from when we talk about Cam and Rihanna. But like, it's always something new. Like, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, I never even seen this before. Like, you know, yeah. originality. Right. Maybe it's too much because. But you know, also, it's a moment for people who weren't alive during the time of Marilyn Monroe who may be fans of hers to say, oh shit, this is the dress in real life. And I hope like somebody's in it. We didn't get to see Marilyn Monroe in that dress outside of, um, you know, the black and white pictures we saw or the, the video that was out um, mm-hmm. back then. So, I mean, she created a moment. Whether it landed um, with us or not she created her moment that i have her moment i don't care about this dress I'm probably <laughs> never going to talk about this moment ever again mm. i don't care hope y'all went to the met go to the metropolitan and go see the exhibit before they take the exhibit down because that's the whole point of them having the met gala to yeah. announce a new exhibit raise money so you niggas who ain't gonna never be on that carpet can go and see the art they got day passes you said they got day passes <laughs> 
Right, because that's what that's why they want to be a bitch child. Because they would they say, "Oh my god, celebrities and people act crazy around them." I remember, um, not remember. I just seen this today. They got Tom Hanks out of his damn character. There's this damn video. I guess somebody was trying to get to him and take a picture of him, whatever. And, they, and one of them like tripped his wife, and he was like, "Stand the f- fuck back!" Like he was like, Stand the fuck back. I'm like, "Oh my god, not not Woody." He said what he said. <laughs> And th- <laughs> these people are human. Like that's like this whole right, thing. right. Like it, the human. way people act. Like okay, and let me let me not because I might I might jump out of my damn skin if I see Nikki. That's probably Nikki or Beyonce or, or Gaga. Anyway, I might act crazy too. But I look. I, I'm I'm gonna be like, hey, how you know? I'm be I'm I'm keep my distance because you know I don't want to be you know a nuisance or anything like that. Because look, I took I don't get starstruck. I'm act. I'm too in my mind. I am, but I'm not in not. Because people be acting crazy. Anyway, um, I did want to have talk about a couple of these, you know, these topics I talked about during the week. So just we can get like a little recap mm-hmm. situation. Uh, Lizzo getting backlash for using the ableist slur. You heard, you heard about that this week? I think I saw something. I think I saw your video about it. What was oh, the you, song? oh, you watch? Yes. Yeah. So basically, oh. she said. She said the word um, S P A Z. We're gonna we're gonna spell that out. We want, oh, we want you. you cannot. I don't know. I don't know about these algorithms on here, child. When you say well, I can't things, say spaz spazzing out. <laughs> Why can't say that? It's, it's an ableist term uh, oh. for people that got cere- cerebral palsy or something like that. What? Girl, um, shut up. I'm I mean, it's here. it's something that's it's something that was in like UK and in Australia. That that's a that's a slur in there. Oh, I'm American. And that's what I'm saying. Like we didn't, we didn't know about that because we we use that shit. We use that. I'm word. American. <laughs> that'd be my that'd be my response. Oh, I'm American. That doesn't mean that over here. So, um, so since you're listening to American music, then you should mm-hmm. probably apply American context to it. I don't know what y'all say over there. Cause I don't live over there. Over here, it just means to to act out. To All act right. Out. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We're gonna Thank take you. that into consideration. Well, Thank actually, no, I mean, she did re-record it. I mean, Lizzo is definitely she's definitely. I, I I did say in that video, she's the bigger person. Um, she she was like, I'm sorry, and you know, I'm gonna re-record it. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Y'all paying for that? That'd be like, who paying for the studio time? I don't re-recording shit. Okay, if you want to play, like she could have been working on this for weeks. Absolutely not. Lord, the police, la policia, like. Whatever. Well, that anyway, just goes to show. What song was it? It was her new song, it. "Girls." Like it, it, it was in. Can we talk about the train wreck of that damn single? Because first of all, she has to re-record it. Which will that affect how it will do on the Billboard charts if it goes anywhere? Mm-hmm. Will it go anywhere? I don't know. Well, well not will it go anywhere? <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't know. Have you been watching her show? I don't. No, I didn't watch it. My dad movie. do. My dad watches it. Oh yeah, he likes to see them booties bouncing. <laughs> Wobble, 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 wobble. <laughs> no, I haven't been watching it because I've been watching a lot of other shows. Like I, I P Valley is back. Um, I finished Legendary. Oh, good. Legendary, that was a good show. I don't know why I did not get into that show. I really don't know why. Damn, and I had slides. I didn't even show none of the slides, but it's okay. It's be on it, boy. Dang, that's not, that's why I need a producer. I need an assistant producer. One other thing that was a topic was the Megan her Rolling Stone interview, mm-hmm. um, where she talked about she talked about a lot of things, but she did talk about her friend, her ex best friend Kelsey, and how um, she found out that she took I guess she took the money from 
Tori because you know they was she was offering you know I was going to support his business or her business or whatever, and talking about how she kind of was silent and wouldn't say nothing because he was paying her. Um, I thought that was very interesting. I kind of find it weird that, and I did say this in the in the video. We do. I am on Meg's side, but it is kind of weird that she is doing these, like giving us bits and pieces every new interview. Like it just mm-hmm. makes more sense to like do all that after the trial, because you know, winner if she wins. Oh, okay. It's win. me. Oh, yeah. oh See, winner if because I mean, like I I said, know. Winner if she got shot. Ain't no win. There's yeah. no wins or losses in this. Like if, if she really gets shot, there ain't no ain't no win. I mean, get your justice, girl. But. Get your justice. Mm. I mean, it's 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 sad. I mean, and, and then watching people like even talking about this and like looking at the comments and stuff like that, like it was just like, girl, y'all really, y'all really. I I do believe she got shot. Like, these people really still believe in no, she that girl stepped on glass. I'm like, okay. Anyway, mm. y'all be writing y'all damn paragraph. They be writing these paragraphs in my comment section. I'm like, honey, I'm not reading. But go ahead, <laughs> knock yourself mm. out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we, we going to you know, shout out to Meg, child. But um, I think that's it for this episode. There's not much more. We we had no other uh, topics. It's, you know, it's been a drought in celebrity news. Beyonce revived it because it was not a lot to talk about in the last couple of weeks. I mean, you know, what's your? I mean, I guess we could talk about the a little bit about the hearings. Like, what was your thoughts on that? Like, I guess with the Trump hearing, with the um, what you call it, the insurrection. Oh. It's still going on, ain't it? Yeah, like isn't like is he not mm-hmm. like talk, I heard he not talking to his daughter, child. What's going on with Ivanka? Well, because her her testimony came out saying that she sided with Will Barr, who is the the attorney general of the country, who had told the the president at the time that the allegations about election fraud were bullshit, and him keep him perpetuating that idea literally sowed discord in our country and um, made people lose faith in our. Uh, democracy, which is against his oath of office, which is another reason why when they impeached him for the second time, like he should have been removed. Yeah. Like that's the thing. And this also I'm looking like looking at our government officials who understand how this works. Like everybody was trying to save face for optics and I thought the Democrats are so weak in that where they try to they're like mo- a lot of them are moderates and they just play the middle because they want everybody to be happy. You know, it's like no bitch, go in there and do your fucking job. We elected y'all to hold like just do your jobs. The Republicans don't care about none of that. Republicans, when they want something, when they when they when their base want something, they go hard for it. They play hardball. They will um, stonewall things uh, to yeah. keep their positions happy. And Democrats be like, oh well, let's just let's get. They have to do things with consensus. Like this is what the American people want. We want about this whole like, no, they, We told you what we want. Right. We told you what we wanted when we voted for you. Go in there and give us what the fuck we want, or get out of the way. You that's think why, Biden? That's why, that's why I, I think that Joe Biden was not Joe Biden was not my first choice for president. Yeah, of all the Democratic nominees, he wasn't my second or third choice. But oh, that's what the establishment chose, and so it's like either either a second term of Trump, um, which I feel is is like literally morally bankrupt, um, morally bankrupt a society that's already crumbling, right? And then um, if Joe Biden said, okay, we need to correct the ship as far as like policies and making sure that it's very, it's more inclusive. And I, you know, I think that, um, him adding Kamala kind of helps us kind of like, okay, well, we understand that most politicians are problematic in some way, but it's like, we, we, if nothing else, if we get rid of his ass, at least we got her. 
Um, and yeah. that was like, that's his joker. That's his safety net. Um, but it's like, we need, we need to make sure that they're doing their jobs. And I think that he's getting blamed for a lot of like things that are happening now as far as like the inflation and economy and things like that. So that should be his main priority. However, the social issues um, that are looming over us, he needs to literally lean more into that, forcing his staff. Uh, he needs to be holding weekly meetings with his Democratic caucus saying, where are we on these policy issues that we talked about while we were on the campaign trail? How are we pushing this forward? And I need the Democrats to push to end the filibuster and get shit done. Stop playing nice. These people mm -hmm. aren't playing nice with you. Stop playing nice. Why do we always have to be the good, like this whole um, being the bigger person? Yeah. That is, it's- um, It's not working. Yeah, it's not, it's not working. It's ineffective. And secondly, it's like, that's not how business, it's not good business. It's not good business. And as much as I hate to say that America steamrolls over other countries all the time, like if y'all can steamroll over all these other countries to get what you want out of them, why is it that the politicians that we've elected to get what we want out of this country, why aren't they able to press and steamroll and get us what we want? Get the people what we want and what we need. Yeah. Give, give, give us what we want and what we need. So, ugh, whatever. I mean, it's just a lot. I mean, I mean, I was listening to the grapevine. They, they were talking, they did their little show last night and they were talking about how like Biden was at the point where they don't even see him even running again because he's kind of unable to. He said he was going to run. There's some un underlying issues, but they said, I mean, it do, it is starting to look like he getting a little senile. I mean, it's just, I, I was like, child, yeah. get for that's what y'all keep getting from uh, putting the Quaker Oats man every mm -hmm. election. Y'all get a Quaker Oats man up there. Y'all just keep trusting these old ass white. That's the other thing too. Like you got this old ass white man who's been in politics forever, who carried a lot of these. He was a Democrat, but still kind of like these Dixiecrat ideas. And you know, over time, people evolve and they change. You grow in society, but it's like you're a politician, you understand what people want and how to yeah. move in the game. But also, like, let other people lead. Like, I really feel like at some point you should age out. Yes, you know, with age comes wisdom and, like, understanding. And I feel like at some at a certain point you shouldn't really be working anymore. You mm -hmm. should be retiring and enjoying the benefits and the fruits of your labor. And then let the people who have the vitality, who are innovative, um, who are looking who are looking forward, who can assess data without bias to the way it was back when I was coming up, and really push America forward. I think we stifle ourselves by by literally leaning into these what we deem as safe, antiquated ideas and, and ideologies um, when it comes to politics. Like America is supposed to be the leader, and we fall behind on a lot of stuff. But we just talk cash money shit to everybody else, and it's like right. I get it. That's get part of the marketing. Like, they gave another billion to the I'm Ukraine. Like, I'm like, what the girl, hell? Well, y'all never like y'all can never find money for for programs that actually help the people. But anytime it's time to go to war, y'all want to get get new military equipment. Y'all just we can just give money away in the middle of a recession. And where's this money coming from if we right. don't got it? Right, saying that we're oh we're trying to this is us protecting our freedoms. We have to invest in our freedoms and blah blah. blah. Like, girl, take that. See, another other thing too. Like, if Donald Trump was there, he'd be like fuck all of them over there. America first. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Fuck, right. what are gonna do with that? Um, the price hey, of we wouldn't have seen that up. money either. We wouldn't have seen that money either. Sure, he would have been like, Oh, well, you know, the rich folks. You know, well, not, I mean, I think Trump would have been like, Okay, we're hitting a recession. Um, you know, um, the American people are hurting. At least he did create spaces at the table. Now, I'm not a Trump supporter, but right. I will say that, regardless of who he his character as president, I do think that there were some people who had at least half a brain around him. Uh, a lot of that's why a lot of the, t- the turnover was so high because people were like, "Oh, let me, ooh, I, my brain works. Let me get the fuck out of here because this is not <laughs> no man. This ain't it." No man. Um, I think that we're we're going this whole. It's like getting whiplash from the yeah. Obama era to the Trump era, which was so far right, and then coming back. I feel like Joe Biden is supposed to be correcting the ship to where we kind of get back in the middle. And be you know unified and playing, but like no, this is the part of the game. This isn't the 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 this isn't the part where we bring it back to the middle. This is the part where we push even harder. Yeah. So I think what the fear is like, well, if we push too far to the left, then the backlash from that is going to be an extreme far to the right. I'm like, well, everything is a pendulum, and that's why I'm sick. I'm sick of these damn two. I'm sick of these two parties. Like it's 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 really it's really them. I'm independent. Like I I don't pick no side. I I vote Democratic people but if i have to but like at the end of the day like it's just they're gonna always continue to have this tug of war it seems like it's planned it seems like this is like what's supposed to happen but that's how it's designed it's designed that way maybe if we if if democrats are the cleanup crew voting for people that are more independent we could see a change i mean they really there's people that are independent that do have these good ideas you know they get overshot because you know i'm, I'm if i if i don't vote democrat then i take away my vote and it goes to republican if y'all all do it then it's not gonna you know if if we all collectively vote in for these independent parties or independent people like we can we can see some change i mean like that that's just my little spiel on things you know Ain't nobody gonna do it. Everybody's stuck in their ways. You're either Democrat or you're Republican. This is that's what that's the way it is always going to be until we see change. And I don't think that we will. And it's so unfortunate, child. We got niggas out here dying. We got niggas out here freaking homeless. And you giving a billion dollars to Ukraine. Sorry, sorry to those people. Mm. But I think a billion dollars, that's a lot of money. Show is. It was enough the first damn time. Show is. But that's just me. That's just my opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> like, dang. I would I mean, you know, we, <laughs> it seems like this country don't put Americans first. Not that, now we done turned into uh now we literally just became Republicans in real time. America first. I'm just me, saying, it's about finding that balance, but um, because I feel like America, we can do both. And I don't want to even, I'm not like a segregationist, but I also feel like we, we, we forced this melting pot idea where we're trying to like, we want diversity and inclusion. But I also think that there's, there are certain communities that operate better 
um, when it's um, separate, not set well, separate, but like when people have their own space, like mm -hmm. I think about the Jew, the, the Jewish, not the Jews, but I think about the Jewish community and how they operate and how they build their own infrastructure and they're able to buy up the block, they buy up communities, they preserve their culture um, and they operate in a way that they deal with the system, how they deal with the system, they mm -hmm. still get what they need. Um, and they grow their businesses, they, they create generational wealth and they utilize it. And I feel like, um, maybe cause I'm just a black person. I wish like, I wish that we would stop aspiring, aspiring to be white capitalist and understand, uh, community economics better, um, invest in ourselves and in our community more, um, and to be okay with being separate, but equal getting into a space like, you know what, I do want to be in a black community. I do want to be um, in a space where I know my neighbors and um, that I feel safe that my kids can be outside. I mm -hmm. do want to be in a space where I see people that look like me, that respect me, um, and I don't have to really leave and go, you know, five miles away from my house to go get groceries and right. and to, to shop and get the things that I need or for entertainment, um, you know, to, to, to have a good time where there are still white communities. Uh, in, in suburban areas and some in uh, metropolitan areas where it's still very, um, it's still, they gatekeep it and they gatekeep yeah. it well through uh, community organizing and creating organizations, their homeowner associations, that's, there are still homeowner associations that will literally still bar people from moving uh, into their neighborhood because they don't fit like a certain standard. Or if you get there and you're not um, meeting that community standard, like you're in violation and saying, no, that's not the environment. That's not the community that we are building here. And, um, you know, I don't believe that race should play a part and in it. And now they're coming in our shit. Right. And, 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 and doing whatever they want to do. I don't feel that race should be a part of it, but I do believe in community economics. And um, I feel like our government also needs to start reflecting that and saying, hey, these are some areas where we can improve and, 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 and put money into these spaces that are trying to do that and trying to build self-sustaining spaces, right? We're America, we're supposed to be the, the land of free enterprise, but the tools and the resources um, aren't as readily available as we think. They're there. If you research them and you're a person in a position where you have access to this information, um, there kind of falls this responsibility on us to get it back to our communities. Like, hey, did you know about this program? Did you hear about this loan? Did you hear about this grant? Did you hear about this blah, blah, blah? Right. Um, because other communities do that with each other. They share the wealth. They build with each other. They invest with each other. Um, and I think that that for us um, as a society, we have to get more ahead of that so that we can progress and be the next Japan in Tokyo and like leading in science and math and arts and cultural arts and things like that. But we get bogged down with just the day to day. Like shit, I still need we still need access to healthcare. Like mm -hmm. inflation, like gas is high as giraffe. You say right now, like people over here banning people, books and, and shit and talking about. Yeah, oh, it's no. just like what is this? America is ghetto. If the aliens come, it's don't ghetto. come here, baby. Don't come here. If they if they land, please land somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Don't come to America, honey, because we are ghetto. Mm -hmm. America is ghetto. Oh my God, we're ghetto. But we have so much promise, so much promise, and we have so much potential, and we have so, so far to go. And I think I'm praying that our generation and the generation at the next literally takes it upon ourselves to dismantle these oppressive and regressive systems 
and build something that will be sustainable and lasting, innovative and creative so that we can have the type of society that we were always promised. We were yeah. promised a society where we all were equal. We were promised a society where we could pursue um, pursue our dreams and pursue um, you know, happiness and, and, and prosperity. We were promised those things. Show me how to get it. Show us that it can be real. Show me the support that you have for your American people getting into that space. Show us that. Because what we get right now is we're getting, we're getting classism. We're getting very much, okay, we'll give you a little bit. We'll give you, we'll, we'll drop these breadcrumbs to you one bite at a time um, while maintaining a working class or a lower middle class because we need y'all always hungry. We need you starving because you may work better. Uh, to build up capitalism because now you got to go to that nine to five. You don't have time to build your own business. You don't have time to think about uh, create, being a creative. You don't have time to, uh, to, to do X, Y, and Z because you have all these kids. Like I was thinking about the abortion ban. I was like, morally, they're using the abortion ban with morals, religious morals about, oh, it's wrong. They could be humans. Like, baby, these are tumors until they have a heartbeat. Okay. And it's parasite. Trying, trying to put more right. bodies on this planet. Right. Like, it's Right on the parents, and, and right. not like, even just the abortion thing, the contraceptives. They're trying to get rid of the the twenty four right. hour or the or Plan B. Right, I'm just like, okay. right. That's just crazy. Um, about like okay, so you want to bring more, you want to create more bodies because that means that if you if you do this, because you know that the people who have the money and the wherewithal, they're gonna be able to get an abortion wherever they want to go. What state got an abortions? Let's oh, okay. flight. That's what we're going. Take care of this and get back to our business. Well, meanwhile, mm-hmm. the people that are in poverty who are now going to be limited and restricted from some of these things. Like they're going to be forced to have children. They're going to be forced to take second jobs. They're going to be forced uh, to maintain this cycle of um, keeping them where they are. Because everybody doesn't have the mentality to say, I got to get out of this. Some people are like, you know what? This is the best that it's going to be. There are so many people who are like trained to believe like my job is to go to school, get a job, and if I got debt, I'm gonna spend the rest of my life paying this debt off. If I if I'm lucky enough to become a homeowner, I gotta make sure that I pay these taxes, get my make enough to pay my mortgage, and you know, and try and try not to lose my land before I die, uh, and make sure that I teach my kids how to maintain this so that it becomes generational wealth. Right? There's that there is a separation. There's a degree of separation from learning these these core principles of what American ownership is. I feel like slavery was a moment where black people were were socially conditioned that we're always going to be working. We're always going to have to work twice as hard. We're always going to do X, Y, and Z. And then there was a separation where people got educated and were like, mm, we're going to be, we're going to get our own homes. We're going to teach our kids how to do this. But if your kids are down here at this place in this particular city where you don't have access, like y'all just got to get it out the mud, how y'all going to get it. And that created a divide where we have a cl- we have a classist system within our own communities. We have black people like, well, I mean, I, you know, if you get it, you get it. I'm from the hood, but I'm not. And it's crazy. It, it, it only hit me a couple months ago, like, oh shit, like I'm not part of, I'm not part of the the, the lower class anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, I'm literally a middle class American right now. God bless it. How do I get to the up leg? How do I get to upper middle class? What's the next step? What's the next step, man? But you have to have that mentality like I know where I want to go just so I can live my life comfortably. Some people, if you if you're comfortable in your same position, then whatever works for you, do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people are stuck in survival mode. And I just feel like there are too many people in America stuck in survival mode without the tools to get 
to the next level. If that's the American dream, got the American promise, then teach your people how to get there. Teach right. us how to get there and then invest the money in making sure we get there. But they don't they don't want to do that because they're always gonna be people that they need to be at the bottom. Because if everybody's up there, it look everybody can't everybody but can't but but it's not everybody's never everybody's not gonna be in the one percent. You're always gonna have your one percenters. What happens is as the rich, as the poor get poor, as the, the poor gets poorer, the rich are gonna get richer. So it's really focused on the people in the middle. Mm-hmm. Where are the people in the middle? If we're talking about a shrinking middle class, what that means is wealth is growing at an exponential rate for some, which means that the ceiling is getting higher and higher. So now when I have this amount of money, I was doing well and comfortable, but inflation has gone up so much that like I feel poor. Yeah. Even though financially I'm not, it's like I feel poor now because I'm not in this space where at the same we're not at the same level of comfortability. Mm-hmm. My savings versus my 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 checkings is not proportionate to that of a person of comfortability, right? So it's like, how do we expand the middle class? That is the goal of the Democrats. Anyway, it's expanding the middle class. Um, you're always going to have poor. Even the Bible says that the poor will always be among us. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't going to be rich. The goal isn't to be rich anyway, because you can be rich today and, and, and poor tomorrow. Right. The goal is to become wealthy and to become a wealth generator. America is supposed to be a land of wealth generation, which means that we're able to create wealth and then we watch it grow, right? So that we don't have as, as much poverty um, as we have. America is ghetto. America is the slums. Um, we market our best. Um, so that we get other people. It's like, it's crazy. Y'all want to market all this good stuff to uh-huh. invite people here. And then we put people in power that say, we don't want immigrants over here. Y'all are crazy as hell. America is bipolar. Ghetto here. Right. America is schizophrenic and we have a mental illness uh-huh. and we need psychiatric therapy. Ayanla needs to be the, 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 the counselor general of America and just be like, not on my watch. Not Get your on shit my together. watch. Yeah. We all need to go and find a hole and weep in it at this point. Exactly. Exactly. I love your takes when, when we get political on here. I, I'm going to have to give you a segment on here. You know, you know, Derek's political view. Right. Well, you know, I, I, I care about the, and I, you know, it's crazy because we do hot topics and mm-hmm. as an entertainer, I feel like when I wasn't working in that space, I was more in tune and I was like, um, you know, it was like me peeking on the inside and like being excited about celebrity gossip and stuff like that, because it was a world I wasn't a part of, but being, when you're, when you're literally working in it and when you, um, you kind of, you come to understand what comes with the territory, it's not as exciting um, anymore because like these are still people here we're costing about them we're making assumptions and we're giving our commentary but at the end of the day these are still people and there are real things going on that affect real people like we are the distraction we're them we're part of the distraction right um, and that's fine like we all entertainment entertainment is political and yeah. I think yeah. that um, entertainment is a piece that um, is important, which is why they don't like it when your when your your highest grossing stars start talking about um, reparations. They didn't like it when Michael Jackson started talking about criminal reform. They didn't like it. They don't like it when Beyonce is pro black and start talking about Black Lives Matter and being socially conscious. Because what it does is you've got all these people watching you and want to be entertained and distracted because your job is to get their mind off of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You're the entertainer. You're the jester. You're the one that's supposed to make everybody happy and keep us sleep in this dream and this illusion, this fantasy, while the world is on fire. 
That is your job. So to be a person that's that you step outside of yourself and say, hey, I know that we're having a good time tonight, but let's take a moment to think about what's happening in the world. They don't like that. They don't like that. Right. They don't like that. So me having my political takes now, y'all better get it while y'all can get it. Get it while you can get out, oh, cause you about to you about to be in. Full. I ain't Jesus Christ, and I ain't dying for y'all. But what right, you about to be in full artist mode. Okay, it's trophy season. Um, it's trophy season, but I'm always gonna be real. I'm always gonna be me to the point where it's like I, I'm trying to be acute and aware because mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of the the generation that leads my leads my people astray. I want you to remain conscious of what's going on, which uh, informs my art. I'm just gonna. I use my art to express what I want. I use my art to express. Um, the lifestyle that I come from, who I am as a person, and to make you feel com- confident and bold while you're out here in this crazy world. Because the world is fucking nuts, yeah. right? And, and, that's, and um, that's what I—that's what I want to do too. Like, it's it, in a sense in the beginning what yeah. what you said about um, taking people's minds off of the harsh realities of what we're going through now in this world, and just to entertain them. I want to entertain people. I want to gag people with you know with these with these topics and my takes on certain things and. It's it's yeah it's crazy out here. I mean I, I I do see it. I mean now when you said when I when I uh after graduation welcome to the real world like I'm not there yet fully but like I am like okay okay I'm like okay okay all right no here we go. <laughs> Anyone that's listening to this show that is not that is like uh, I guess young or uh, not of age yet child don't grow up. <laughs> It is a mess out here, child. But that's it for today. You know, we had a good episode. It was a, I really did enjoy um, what we talked about today, and happy to see Derek on. You know, it's always good having you on and having yes, these always. talking about celebrities and then politics and then these. Huh. See y'all later. I will be back next week. Okay. Well, bye. bye. If you like what you heard, please don't hesitate to hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star rating. As always, enjoy the convo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co.